Hello and welcome to season two of The Conversation. I'm your host, Gina Simeone. The Conversation is a podcast for and about women in business. We are going to talk to some really inspiring women who have risen their way up to a VP or C-suite status in their current company, have been starting their own adventures and businesses, or people that are just making a difference in their industry. We want to talk to these women, we want to hear their stories, and we want to discuss the hot topics of today. This podcast is sponsored by Single Throw Marketing, a Google Premier Partnered Digital Agency. Are you showing up on Google's page one? If not, give us a call and we'll help you get there. You can visit us at singlethrow.com. Today, we're going to talk about co-working space and working from home. Over COVID, the majority of people that could work from home did work from home. And as we've kind of started to climb out of the pandemic, we have seen people kind of go back into the office, but we've also seen a lot of people not go back into the office, continuing their jobs from home to have a more flexible work-life balance or to abandon commercial spaces to save money overall. One of the things that people have really been doing is entertaining the co-working space because it's a happy medium between a corporate office and working from home. We have Mary Shea, who is the founder of Onmas Coworking in Morristown, New Jersey. So welcome, Mary. Hi, Gina. Thanks for hosting me. I'm glad to be here. Yes, we're glad to have you. So you are actually in Colorado right now. I am. I'm talking to you remote on Zoom. <laughs> the beautiful background, as I must say. <laughs> is, that, is that really where you are or is that a virtual? Got to love these virtual backgrounds. I know. It's fun. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about yourself and On Moss Coworking. Uh, sure. So um, On Moss Coworking is going on its fourth year. We are in downtown Morristown, like you mentioned, and um, I got involved with co-working basically just looking for a career change. And the majority of my life, I was in the insurance industry wearing a bunch of different hats. And um, my children got to become of an age where they were looking at college and I wanted to make a career change. I was introduced to co-working actually by my husband. And he said, you know, I think you might like this type of business and you should check it out. So I took a day, went into Manhattan at the time we were in New Jersey and um, went into Manhattan and toured about 10 different co-working spaces, learned about the whole concept and was just blown away by it. I loved it. It, uh, The whole, you know, work from home, hybrid, all different, you know, ways of working. And um, it's popular in the major cities, but not so much in this. Yeah. Right. So not so much in the suburbs. So I just thought, you know, I think I'd like to try this out in the suburbs, but it had to be the right city. Yeah. What exactly is a co-working space? So tell me about, so it's essentially people that can just kind of work in a shared atmosphere, is there private offices? Yeah. So our space consists of, it's about 14,000 square feet on two different levels. Um, It consists of private offices. We have 19 and they're all different sizes. Some are for one person, some are for, I think our biggest is for up to 18. Yeah. And it depends on how much, you know, some people will take a 15 person office and turn it into a one person because they just want the floor space and they'll put couches in there and a bar or or whatever they decide. (laughs) Um, And others will get as many desks in there as they can to try to get as many people to benefit from the space. So we have the 19 offices, we have four different meeting rooms, 
And then we have these open space areas where there's just desks in the open. Yeah, they'll share those. And then two pretty good sized cafes for more casual seating, obviously, you know, grab your coffee, have your lunch, that kind of thing. And then an outdoor courtyard. So co-working, what you asked the question, basically people that don't want to go and rent out a huge floor plan in a, you know, in an office building, or they want this now after COVID with the remote hybrid options, um, it's becoming more and more popular literally every day, you know, as they change, you know, we change with the COVID guidelines. So yeah, it's, it's a great way to incubate your business, start small, grow within the space because, you know, we're able to entertain that growth or, you know, people that are just one person entrepreneur wants to get out of their house and a few days a week. So there's so many different options and that's the beauty of a co-working space. You can put together a package for a workspace solution for any, almost anybody, as long as we have the space available. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's awesome. Because a lot of times, you know, everything is like cookie cutter, like you're, you have to do all or nothing. And now, you know, COVID obviously has changed the game with the whole work from home and hybrid. How has that affected you? Because I know when COVID hit, you probably had to shut down, obviously, and you weren't allowed to do the co-working space. And then, but you know, what did you see happening in that aspect? So what, uh, March 2019, right? Oh my gosh. Yep. Same um, happened today. Yeah. The, the people that were running desks were basically, you know, they just stopped their membership because it's month to month. But a lot of people had offices and, you know, they were in membership agreements and in the middle of them or not. So we worked really hard with our members. And this is one of the beauty, beauties of beautiful things of working in a co-working spaces. We're not just, you know, fill in the blank, push the button and you're this is the deal. We had conversations and they understood I own a business. I understood they own a business. So we tried to work out the best kind of solution for everybody. Some people just said, I'll, I'll write out my agreement. I'm not coming in. It is what it is. And then others were like, I, I can't afford it. You know, yeah. I can't make money or, or whatever it was. There's, there were so many different things that came to me. So we worked with our members and we got through it. Um, I had to follow CDC guidelines and New Jersey, which sometimes the, they were like two different yeah. Um, so we tried to stick to the best that we could. Our community managers worked remote. And, you know, so it was like, if you needed your office, you would basically go in with a mask, close your door and be in your office. We didn't yeah. want to restrict them from coming into their the business. business. Yeah. 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 So, but for the most part, it was pretty darn quiet. Yeah, I can imagine, <laughs> and, you know, coming out of COVID, we are now we, before COVID, we were, we literally were full with a waiting list. Coming out of COVID, our all of our meeting room or um, I'm sorry, our offices are full with a waiting list, but we're we're almost back to max capacity, which it it's a great thing. But it yes. was a lot, it was a struggle. Not gonna lie. <laughs> of, course, of course, I feel like there's more of a need for something like this uh, rather than you know because a lot of you know corporations are realizing that they can save so much money on overhead if they were to just downsize a little bit and do like a hybrid thing with co-working um, depending on how big the company is, of course. So are you seeing a lot of that trend happen? Yeah. So when I first introduced it um, in Morristown, there, you know, it was a 
a double-edged sword because here you're bringing a solution in, but it, there really wasn't a strong need unless I basically laid it out and said, here's an option for you. And they're like, oh, I don't have to drive into Manhattan or Philly. And they would you know, put that together. Now, co-working has blown up and yeah. you know, office sharing and flex. So yes, the answer is yes. The majority of our marketing is done through SEO and PPP. And so I would, it's literally quadrupled, you know, 10, maybe 10 times than it was before because right. people know, know what it is now. Yeah. And, you know, and, and they're not commuting into Manhattan. They don't want to, they want to live in, let's say Chester or Summit or Morristown or Basking Ridge. And they're like, I don't want to draw, do the commute, but I want to get out of the house. Yeah. And, you know, we, we always do, you know, little memes with, people having their kids on their desk and their dogs barking (laughs) (laughs) and not everybody has the, you know, the opportunity to have a full blown office in their home. So there's a whole bunch of different dynamics going on right now um, between the, I got to get out of my house before I end up on a dateline special (laughs) 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 or you have corporate very large, like fortune 500 companies that have taken their whole employees flex model and changed it into co-working and flex spaces so there's like a hybrid they'll work from home and they'll shift through a co-working space like let's i'll give you an example i have a client in there now who's operating out of 10 memberships so they take 10 desks but what they do is they have 50 of their employees that calendar through those 10 desks. So only 10 people will be in the office at any given time, but 50 people oh, so have the option. Okay, I got it. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So that's how you really incorporate the hybrid. Exactly. Very yeah. interesting. Oh, that's mm-hmm. a good idea. So tell me about your career transition. You said you went from insurance to starting your own business. What was it like to take that leap? It was a scary heck of a scary leap. I had had the steady Eddie corporate job, 401k benefits, the whole nine yards. My husband and I just had a long talk about, you know, what do you really, what do we really want to do the second half of our lives? And I really wanted to do something. I always wanted to own my own business, but I also wanted to, you know, do something that was different. And that's when I, you know, I learned about co-working and it was a bit of a risk. But I took a lot of my background history of walking into some of these drab offices and thinking, it's just so not motivating. (laughs) Oh my gosh, you know, the mahogany desk with 4,000, you know, papers on them or the drab kitchens with this old beat up coffee pot. So I tried to take a lot of my past experiences, good and bad, of course, and design a space that nobody ever you know, could imagine and how I would feel walking in. How do I want to feel? You don't want to make it too kitschy. I mean, you know, WeWorks, I love them, but they have a a reputation of, you know, a lot of millennials are there. You know, it's not a very, might not always be super professional. And, you know, every co-working space has their own vibe. It's like if you pick a a restaurant to go out to and you want to say Chinese food, you could go to 10 different ones and they have 10 different vibes. It's it's the same thing with co-working. So, Um, you know, I just, I thought it through. I did not sleep literally for like, I don't know, four months, Um, you know, and that's when I do my best thinking. Yeah. 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 
<laughs> my, my CEO, he's, he says he sleeps with a notepad and pen on his nightstand. So when he wakes up in the middle of the night and has an idea or a dream or something or a thought, he just writes it down so that he doesn't forget it. So, I mean, exactly. I think that's... And I got in trouble with my husband after after a while. My husband said, no more talk texting in the middle of the night, please. <laughs> but okay, I can I can work with do you, that. Do you text yourself memos? I do the in the notes in my phone. And I yeah. just, I can, my head is so clear at night and I just get my best thinking done. I mean, that's how I created the name, the almost co-working name, just trying to think of something that people would like to, they can, almost can't say it because effective marketing sometimes can be, what the heck is that? And so let me Google it. Let me find out what it is. So, I mean, that's kind of how it came up with it. Just on the thesaurus, p- plugging in together, work, you know, working together. I didn't want to do like work together or work, you know, it's something that was right. everybody did. Yeah. yeah. So and it, spelled, came- it spelled E-N-M-A-S-S-E. So I know when I first heard it, I thought it was on Moss, like O N you know, M-A-S-S-E. And, yeah. then when, and then I, so I was Googling it. I'm like, I can't, I can't find it. What's happening? So yeah. And mass or on moss or, and don't say it as a talk text, because I don't know if I can say this and you can always edit me out, but it'll say on my ass. <laughs> I'm not editing that out. <laughs> that's awesome. So you make, you got to make sure that that's uh, an SEO phrase in your marketing tactic. <laughs> When someone searches on my ass, you show up. <laughs> I didn't think of that. <laughs> I wouldn't put it as a PPC phrase because you don't want to pay for that click. But <laughs> maybe in the organic realm. Oh, my God. That's too funny. <laughs> you know, marketing, you have to be creative and you have to come up with some new tactics and think outside the box a lot of times. No kidding. And some personal experiences are sometimes the best. <laughs> They really are. They really are. Do you have any funny personal experiences you want to share? I don't know if you know who Marcus Limonis is. He's the guy that used to be on Shark Tank and then he's on, he does The Prophet. Okay. The show called The Prophet. So he was, what they, what the show is about real quick is they basically find businesses in distress and he comes out and helps organize them. Oh, and get yeah. Them. Yeah. He's a super cool guy. Anyway, their agents or what have you reached out to me and said, we want to use your space for Marcus's one of his episodes that he runs on, I think ABC or whatever. And I'm thinking, I'm not in distress. I don't need help. I, is he trying to turn me around? What's going on? I'm doing really well. This is pre-COVID. And I got all nervous. And they're like, no, 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 no. He wants to stage the boardroom scene in your space. And we love the, you know, and we want to use for a green room. So he came, they came out and literally spent all day filming it in the space. And it was on a restaurant that was the town next to us. Um, so I, they came, they did the boardroom scene, you know, about 15 times with just the people in it. And then Marcus comes like five minutes. He was there. Yeah. <laughs> um, goes in, does a scene and he turns to me and he's like, so I'm starving. I want to grab a beer. Where's the place to go? And we went to the Horseshoe Tavern, which is literally across the street from us. And we played Papa Shot together. Oh my God. And yeah. It was a lot of fun. And we, he and I, not on the show, of course they did like, I don't know, eight hours of videotaping. And I think it was on there for 30 seconds. <laughs> but yeah, it was a really cool experience. Like we get a lot of a lot of people in there that are, you know, giants, Jets players come in. 
some people come in that are Scott Stapps from Creed. He's like the yeah. lead singer. Oh, I'm, wow, I'm, yeah. His band came in in Green Room Dust, you know, used us for Green Room. So there's so many different cool people that come in like that. That's awesome. That is really great. Yes, you kind of get a taste of all areas. Right, right. Not just, you know, sitting at a desk kind of work. Well, I mean, you know, now it's a more fun vibe atmosphere, you know, like people are looking for, you know, not monotonous, not so much corporate. More and more people are leaving the the corporate grind of nine to five to start their own things or to join, you know, companies that are a little more flexible and hip, I guess, so to speak. <laughs> but, right. And I'm glad that, you know, you guys are over the COVID hump and you're on your way back up to Max Capass. And, you know, do you see some future on Moscow working places popping up in the near future? Yeah, actually working on a couple of concepts right now, one in New Jersey and one out here in Colorado. And yeah, as it grows, it's just, you know, there's more and more need. And I mean, there can be 10 or 15 co-working spaces in one city and there's going to be enough draw and demand for it, I think. So you'll see, you're going to see a lot more. There's, you know, the statistics with the co-working surveys are all saying it's going to be like double in two years. You'll see two times. Yeah. The co-working spaces. I'd like to own them all, but. (laughs) (laughs) Take over the world one space at a time. Yeah. (laughs) Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story and coming on to talk to us today. It's really been a hot topic and I'm glad that we were put in touch by our friend Heather and we're able to connect on this. Yeah, she's great. Thank you for having me. Thanks so much and best of luck with everything. All right. Thank you. I'll talk to you soon. The conversation is sponsored by Single Throw Marketing, a Google Premier Partnered Digital Agency. To learn how you can take your company to the next level, visit singlethrow.com. I'm your host, Gina Simeone. Listen to us every other week and follow us on Instagram at the conversation C O N V. H-E-R-S-A-T-I-O-N. You can also email us if you or someone you know is interested in being a guest on our show at talk at conversation.com. Thanks for listening.